What's up, nutty buddies? Three, two, one. What's up, nutty buddies? In this episode, we recap uh, our playoff predictions. Uh, we talk about a major league baseball player who's got a. He's involved in some stories uh, recently in the news. You know what else we talk about? We talked about Sandra Bullock and the Tui family stealing fifteen million dollars potentially from Michael Orr. The Blind Side is fake. It's not real. It's never real. Uh, we did some football gridding, didn't we? We, th- we started out the episode with some football grids. We definitely got 9 out of 9. Stick around. Check that out. It's always fun. And then we ended it up with some running back versus running back talk. Lots of battles in training camp and preseason, specifically the Eagles. Patriots got a new one up there. He, he's he's in my heart. He's in my heart. All right. Well, I hope you all enjoy. Um, thanks for watching. Like, comment, subscribe, and thanks. Bye. Let's do some grid, baby. I got two off the dome. You got two off the dome right now. So uh, for those listening at home with no eyes, uh, the columns are Cleveland Browns, Kansas City Chiefs, and 3,000-yard passing season. And the rows are the Indianapolis Colts, New Orleans Saints, and the Cincinnati Bengals. So... To start us off, Chandler, what what square you got? Where you want to go? Um, Saints, Chiefs, your boy, Honey Badger. Yeah, that's a good one. I almost typed in Honey Badger. E sixty nine percent. Wow, nice. What was the other one that you had? Um, Saints, Browns, Jarvis Landry. Another good one. Boom. You're really digging deep for these ones, huh? <laughs> <laughs> if we want to slide over to... Oh, you got one? Yeah. So for Browns Colts, I got Trent Richards. This this rarity score is going to be 1,000. This is hey, ridiculous. We're just going for immaculate, baby. So, so right now we have... Uh, I just did Colts Browns, and that was 45%. For Trent Richardson, Jarvis Landry was 64% for Saints-Browns, and Tyron Matthew was 69% for Chiefs-Saints. So Bengals, six more remaining. Wow. Well, we could do like Peyton and Drew Brees for the passing. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Philip Rivers did this too, but we'll just go ahead and go Peyton. And then... So Peyton Manning had a 3,000-plus yard passing season for the Colts, and Drew Brees did it for the Saints. And the Bengals were just going to be immaculate, so we might as well just say Joe Burrow. My Put boy. Carson Palmer, Andy Dalton up there. There's probably a couple other guys. Um, Bengals, Chiefs, saw that. I know that lineman went to the Chiefs, but he hasn't played a game yet, so that probably won't count, would it? Uh, what was his damn name? Brown? Something Brown? Orlando Brown? Yeah, is that right? No, that's not him. Who am I thinking of? Um, There's an offensive lineman that just left. Jonah Williams? No. Are you sure it wasn't Orlando Brown? Orlando Brown was on the Chiefs. And then he went to... Oh, you're, that's what you're, you were saying that with the opposite. Okay, gotcha. I know what you mean. But yeah, he hasn't played a game yet. Peyton Hillis play a game with the Chiefs? I have no idea. We'll let that one go. 
Matt Castle or Matt Hasselback, did he ever play for the Chiefs? Maybe, I don't know. Damn. Nick Foles, was he ever a Chief? He was a Colt. Was he a Chief? He wasn't a Chief, was he? No. I want to say Matt Hasselback for this, man. Shoot it. Shoot the shot. Higgins drafted. Chase um, drafted. What was Mixon drafted? Not Dupree. What was that that dude's name? The Dunlop. It, the, uh, Carlos Dunlop. Boom. This is right. I know what it is. I love you. You're amazing. Boom. Got signed as a late free agent for the Chiefs last year and ended up playing like starting edge for them, a rotational edge for them. Um, yeah. Here's a Hell yeah. long-time Bengal. Good pick, boy. Mm-hmm. Ryan Fitzpatrick. He was a Bengal. Was he ever a Brown? I don't. I don't think he was a brown, but it was worth a shot. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So let's pretty see. Sh pretty shitty on our part here. Uh, bad showing today. Colts Chiefs. <laughs> when the fuck did you do that, Nick Foles? <laughs> I thought I pictured him with the Chiefs. Yeah, that's where he got traded to after. Fuck. Should have listened to the freaking man himself, me. Let's see. <laughs> well, how long was he there for? 16? Yeah, he, just, he spent a year there. Not doing a whole lot, but he was there. He started one game for them. Three touchdowns, no interceptions. Played pretty good. Dang. My boy Nick Foles. Fuck you. Um, Got a statue for a reason, huh? Yeah, this is true. Uh, other than that, I don't know a single person on this list. Eric okay, Fisher. Okay, so we whiffed on Foles I didn't, Fisher. I didn't know Eric. He was a top, uh, top pick by the Chiefs. Let's see, what pick was he? First overall, yeah. I didn't know he played for the Colts. Shit. I guess if he lineman. Yeah, left tackle. Okay. Justin Houston. I didn't know he played for the Colts either. Um, Donnie Avery, an old Rams wide receiver. Uh, yeah, I don't know any of those guys. Let's go to the other one we missed. Uh, so Justin Houston was the top pick for. Um, Colts Chiefs and then the other pick was Andrew Hawkins for Bengals Browns don't know that guy yeah uh, Jason Campbell did it I didn't know he was a Bengal he was an old quarterback uh, it says in 2014 he did this otherwise I don't Alex know Smith. Greg Little is this the same Greg Little no it's not never mind Alex Smith? This is the uh, wrong Alex Smith. This is a receiver. Tight end, yeah. He's the wrong Alex Smith? Yeah, the wrong Alex Smith. I'm going to tell him you said that, bro. Larry Ogunjobi. I didn't know he was a Bengal. Uh, former Charlotte. 
Chanticleer, uh, Malik Jefferson, Andrew Billings, Carlos Dansby. A lot of these guys are just very fringe. Kevin Zeitler, didn't know he was a Bengal. I don't know any of these motherfuckers, bro. Kevin Zeitler was a really good guard for the Browns for a little bit. Now he's a Raven. He looks like a running back to me. He looks like a running back. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Zeitler? Yeah, that dude should have been running the football. Yeah, Roger Stahlback? No, I'm just kidding. Um, Bro, I'll take that minus two. Minus two or better, I'll take it. We, I mean, the average score is 5.2. So we finished at a seven. Average is a 5.2. We did pretty good. Yeah, I'll take it. And the two and that we plus, missed... Like, the ones that we missed were uh, 32% and 25%, so not bad. What was bottom middle? That's only 19? Yeah, Carlos Dunlop. Oh, that was you too. You got you got that one. That was daddy's brain. <laughs> All right, good shit, Peanut. All yeah. right, Peanut, we're about to do our playoff predictions. Are you excited? Are you ready to get after it? Yeah. Yeah. As a reminder, because we definitely knew this before the podcast started today, there are four division winners <laughs> per conference and three wild card teams for a total of seven each conference or 14 yes, total sir. teams. Mr. Chandler Dix, sorry, Mr. Michael Chandler Dix, where would you um, like to I'll start? Just go in AFC, AFC, NFC, AFC. We need a wager for this for this business. Oh yeah, we didn't think of shit for that, did we? I'll Venmo Bailey $20 if you win, and then you Venmo Kale $20 if I win. <laughs> Alright, so if you win, you owe my wife $20. And if, no, or sorry, if I win, you opposite. owe my wife $20. If you win, I owe your wife $20. And then we won't even Fair. tell them about it. So, yeah. And they'll just end up with $20. So we'll be happy. <laughs> I'll probably get some like Dutch Bros coffee out of that or something. So I appreciate your uh, your donation. Yeah, we'll donate to, to the wives. All right, AFC East. Yeah, pre- Cha- your AFC East e. champion is who? Peanut. For the AFC East, I have the New York Jets. Ooh. Jets. Jets. We're disagreeing yeah. off the jump. You thought it. Yeah. So I I figured you probably would not. Bills. Um, <laughs> Holy shit! All right, who do you Miami have? Dolphins. What the? F- what crack um, are you smoking? I think if Tua stays healthy, uh, they they have the if. yes, it is if for sure. They have the best roster <laughs> in that division. Um, yeah, really? I do. They got a couple really good defensive pieces in this off season. They have Jalen Ramsey. Yeah, is or- he out for the season? Dang. Half the season. Okay, I didn't know that. But they got uh what's his name for their defensive coordinator? Van Gun or yeah. Vic Van Why did I think Van Gundy? He's a basketball dude, ain't he? I'm tripping. Uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, they got him. They got probably the most explosive offense in the NFL all around, I would say. Yeah. Lots of big hitters. Um, I don't know. I mean when Tua was healthy last year they were awesome. Can't deny that. I'm not a big Tua guy. But um, when he was playing, they were rolling. So if he stays healthy, he stays on his feet. I like Miami a lot. That's fair. 
I think it could be a very For close sure. division. I, I, I think, it, think it's going to be. If you told me, yeah, if you told me any of them won the division, I would be surprised. Maybe New England more so, but it's Bill Belichick, so he probably pulled us some strings anyways at the league office. But you know who the Miami Dolphins oh, do not have? Oh, Aaron Rodgers. Yes, and Dalvin Cook. Uh, Dalvin Cook just signed a one-year deal to split carries potentially with Brees Hall. We'll get into probably that a little bit more later. But uh, there is now two potential running back ones in New York. Dalvin Cook was rumored to go to Miami's doing so no longer. I don't know. I think that the the matchups that the Jets have, I love their defense. I think their defense is better than Miami all around. Last year, I mean statistically it was. Robert Sala's bald house head is pretty good at uh pretty good at the defense thing and Mike McDaniels is pretty good at the the offense thing. So they they match up pretty well head to head together. And then you also have I don't I don't know, Josh Allen in the Bills and Stephon Diggs in the Bills and Von Miller in the Bills and Tredavious White in the Bills and the Bills. <laughs> so yeah, dude, I don't know. I but, I like Miami when I was thinking about it, like, off the jump like this, but just looking, like, it's just such a tough division, bro. Like, somebody's going to be left out. I think Miami's roster is awesome. Yes. I think Buffalo's roster is pretty freaking good, too. And the Jets, they were just a quarterback away from being a playoff team last year, and they got one of the best quarterbacks in the league now, so... I mean, you can make a case for all of them, besides New England, really. Which, New England's not going to be no easy out either, but they just don't have the guys that the other teams in the division do. They're just, they don't got the the skilled players or the quarterback. They got the head coach and the defense, and you know they're going to play really clean football for the most part, so... When you look at the betting odds on FanDuel Sportsbook, uh, so the Bills are actually the favorite. So we didn't pick a favorite here in this division to start out, so props to us. Uh, plus 120 for the Bills, plus 250 for the Jets, plus 290 for the Dolphins, and plus 800 for the Patriots. So pretty big drop-off after the top three there, but still conceivable uh, and not nearly as bad as what the Cardinals' odds are. Just a hint, hint into the future. It's <laughs> fucking ridiculous how bad they are. All right. Well, that was fun. That was a good division to start off with. Move on yeah. to the North. No. Yeah, who you got in the, the AFC North? I have also probably the Uday. two... I would... The two uh, most competitive divisions in football, I think. The two we just started with here. Um, NFC East, but yeah. See, I don't know necessarily about that for real. I think there's two in the NFC East that are very good. Um, NFC South? There's zero in the NFC. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> for the North, I got uh, the Baltimore Ravens winning it this year. Who you got? So you got the Bengals. I do uh, look into my wild card. Uh, I do have the Ravens making the playoffs eventually. Um, I guess I could look back to. I, I also have the Bills in my wild card. I mentioned that. We're in that wild card so yet, bro. I do, 
<laughs> okay, I'll, I'll, I'll save my last one for the end then, which I think is going to blow your fucking mind anyways. So the Bengals, it's Joe Burrow, it's Jamar Chase, uh, Joe Mixon. Maybe. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> Uh, defense does not get enough credit as it should, bro. Defense has been They lost both of their starting safeties. Where'd they go? That's where it hurts. Von Bell is in Carolina and Jesse Bates is in Wait, Atlanta. Jesse Bates. Jesse Bates Atlanta, is in Atlanta. Okay. Yeah. So they did lose some pieces there, uh, but they still got Trey Hendrickson um, on the outside. Defensive or defensive end there, so their defense I, has I been like good the past and, couple and, of years, and they don't get a whole lot of credit like they should. It has. I, I I think their defensive coordinator is very good at what he does, um, especially because I don't think that their defense is overwhelmingly. Yeah, they don't got a lot talented. of big names. They just play they well don't got together. A lot of big names. Yeah, exactly. Jermaine Pratt and all I for real know is like Hutchinson. Joseph I've heard of Asai. And then. Yeah, he's the guy who got the uh, oh, ability yeah, yeah. in the AFC Championship game. All right, uh, so you got the Bengals. I got the Ravens. Um, another, disagreement. another disagreement. You think Lamar Jackson's really going to be that For guy sure. again? He's been that guy, he bro. He's been win the division? Guy. I ain't a Lamar hater. I was a Lamar oh. hater at the beginning of his career. I did not think he was going to be good. But then when you see it, it's like, oh, yeah, like, He's that dude. And what? You're fake. How? You're fake. Well, I'm glad that you righted your your mental wrongs, but that's fake, bro. You're going to hate. Stay on that no, side. No, I'm allowed to change my mind after I watch a little football, right? You should have watched him back when he was winning Heisman trophies. You're, you're too late. No, to I'm the not. Bandwagon. There's people still not on the bandwagon. They are too late. <laughs> that's fair. Um,. No, Lamar Lamar Jackson, I could see winning an MVP this year. And I think the Ravens going to be nasty as hell this year, for real. Because their defense they ended up finishing team. last year as one of the best defenses in the league, too. Yeah, and I, I really like what they've got going on there. They've always, again, just a very well-coached team that's just going to always like mm-hmm. play well. Especially in that division, you have the Steelers, too. This division is very close as far as betting odds, so you have the Bengals at plus 150, Ravens at plus 210, and the Browns at plus 400, Steelers at plus 470 wow. on FanDuel. So, very close. The, if the Steelers won this division, I also would not yeah, be surprised. And they're, I, I, I probably like the Browns the least, and that's just because their quarterback <laughs> is the rapist. So. I like the Browns <laughs> the least too, but... I mean... Like I said, for the North, North and the East, very similar AFC. Like, every single one of them. I mean, even the Patriots is probably the worst team out of all the that group of first two divisions we went over. They're not easy out. Yeah. They're not. So That's true. Who's you know that? Who is? The Houston Texans down in the AFC South. Um, please don't tell me that you have them winning um, the division. I do not. I got the Jacksonville Jaguars for the AFC South. See, I knew you were going to say that, and I say boo, you whore. Uh, The Titans is my choice there. 
I'm not a Trevor Lawrence guy, as we discussed. Uh, he plays quarterback and he's white. That's just not a very good combination for me. Um, so I, I do believe that I do believe that they're a good football team. I do believe that they will play well in this division, especially with the Colts and the Texans in this stuff, division. Is your stuff lagging a little uh, bit? Think... No. Is yours? Your face got like. I don't see your face cam right now. Uh-uh. You don't see my face cam? How about now? Oh, there he goes. Now there's. There he is. It was oh, just okay. my Discord. Did you just keep it rolling? There we go. Yeah, it's still recording. All right, let's just redo it. Who's your AFC South winner, Peanut? Uh, I've got the Tennessee Titans, Mike Vrabel. That's very surprising. Yeah, see, not a Trevor Lawrence guy, not a Doug Peterson guy per se, Super Bowl winning coach, fat. (laughs) So these are – I took some notes on Mike Vrabel. So three out of his uh, first five years in the NFL, he's made the playoffs. Not bad. His first year he missed, and this last year he missed the playoffs. So he's thirty or forty-eight and thirty-four in his career, and he's in a weak-ass division. They're tied for like twenty-eighth in strength of schedule. Getting better. You you also have to think the Jaguars are also down there in strength of schedule as they are. Let's see. Chief um, the Jaguars. Are 23rd and the Titans are 28th for strength of schedule here. So both pretty easy schedules. Yeah, both pretty easy schedules. I, that entire division right. will be pretty easy. Uh, I do think... I don't know. I just like Mike Rabel so much. They just play they just play good football. As long as Derrick Henry can stay healthy. I don't think Tajay Spears uh, can fill in the level that Derrick Henry does. They would be wise to bring in another running back, in my opinion. Just in case. Kareem Hunt would be a great Kareem fit Kareem Hunt huh? isn't going to be somewhere, I hope. He'd be a great fit in a lot of places. You were talking about how uh, Miami missed out on Dalvin. They've got three guys though. They got they've got Moster, Jeff Wilson, and uh, a chain. A chain. I know what you're talking about. A chain. Yeah, maybe not. Maybe not Miami. So they've got. I don't know. Kareem Hunt could go. They didn't really need Dalvin Cook. He can make a lot of football teams better, dude. He can make the Cowboys better. I want him to be a Cowboy so damn bad. That's fair. AFC um, West. AFC West. This might surprise you. Kansas City Chiefs. And Peanut, let me oh, let me explain me to shook. you why. See, look, I know the Chargers are good, and I know the Raiders are trending up. And I know the Broncos got their head coach in place, and. Russ is going to cook this year, but for some reason, I just got a feeling that 
Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid just might be too much for them all. Do you think this is their year? I think it could be. (laughs) The Chiefs are favored uh, minus one eighty for the division. the The Raiders are plus seventeen hundred. That's one of the worst odds to win the division. I will say on a serious note, though, um, if I were to bet money, I would bet on the Chiefs. But I do think the Chargers are going to be really good this year as well. Um, They're at plus 300. I wouldn't take them to win the division, but I also wouldn't be surprised if somehow they got that done. I think they're a good football team. I just don't know if they're going to be as good as some of the other teams in the NFL or in the AFC. Sorry. So, and and definitely not the Chiefs, in my opinion. All right, let's go to wild card, boss. Yeah, so I kind of revealed some of my wild cards already because, you know, I like to get off prematurely. So, <laughs> we have <laughs> we have the the Ravens, Bills, and Broncos. Denver in. Oh, okay. boy. Yeah, so... I took uh, the Broncos over on their wins. I think it was like seven and a half or eight and a half. I'll take that. I took that over. See the two coaches or the coach that I did the most little work on here before is Sean Payton. You want to know why I did work on Sean Payton? It's mm-hmm. because this dude wins. And when I say wins, he wins everywhere. So um, Sean Payton, he Coached for 15 years in New Orleans. I think one year in there he was suspended because, you know, he just happened to pay his players more to, <laughs> to hurt other players on a different team. You know, no, nothing too big of a deal. Not like he was deflating footballs or anything like that. Doesn't get talked about as much, by the way. Sean yeah. Payton's a dick for that. Well, they made you know, a movie about it. Fault, but anyways. Yeah, with uh, they did? Paul Blart. What's his, what's his name? Um, Kevin James. Kevin yeah. James. They made that movie with him. Yeah. You know, where he's Sean Payton. No. What? Bounty Gate? Oh, shit. No, that's just yeah, about Sean Payton's was, life. He was suspended for a year, so he goes and coaches the high school oh, team. And that's he why went, he was suspended, because was he got in trouble for that shit. They made a movie they because didn't, he, I don't. I don't think they. What the fuck? I don't Let's think they included that. that part in the movie. <laughs> But that's what why he got. They did, it's like a yeah, children's movie, right? That's why he got a year off, and that's why he was able to go coach his kid. I think, ain't it? Yeah, that's exactly why. But there, this I'm just <laughs> just now clicking in my brain. There's no background in the movie that on his football. The reason he was in high school coaching people, coaching little kids, forming their minds, is this man was allowing a pay for injury program on his team his defensive coordinator was running it but he turned a blind eye to it greg williams the dc at the time was paying players like jonathan vilma at the time to hurt other players on other you know what i call that peanut cam newton of sword the painter i call that hard-nosed football (laughs) this man got to coach a high school football team after paying hundreds of thousands of dollars to his employees, professional grown men employees to hurt other people. <laughs> That's incredible. 
But anyways, he's pretty good at coaching football in that uh, nine out of those 15 years in New Orleans, he was in the playoffs. Not bad. One ring out of that in 2009. I would give you an argument that he had a Hall of Fame quarterback that whole time, but I think he has a borderline Hall of Fame quarterback now, so that wouldn't be a good argument. So this is this is my point here. So the year before Sean Payton got there was also the year before Drew Brees got there. So this is the the impact that we get to see. Drew Brees was in San Diego and they let him walk. In the NFL right now, you don't let a starting caliber quarterback or if you have a starting caliber quarterback, you don't just let them go to free agency and sign somewhere else. That's normally not what happens. You're normally drafting uh you're normally drafting a guy in the first round and they're backing that person up and they kind of fade into oblivion or you're transitioning from one star quarterback to another, that type deal thing. Uh, the At the time, the San Diego Chargers let Drew Brees walk for nothing because they did not think he was the future. He signs in New Orleans. That same year or that same offseason, Sean Payton comes in so they both start out the year in New Orleans. The previous year, the Saints went 3-13. and Sean Payton and Drew Brees come in, and they went to the playoffs in that first year. It's a big flip, huh? Yeah. I like Denver flip. last year, and they fucked me over, so I'm not going on Denver again. Um, but I respect your, uh, your opinion. My wildcard teams are Cincinnati. The Chargers and the Jets. Those are my three. So I do not have the Bills yeah, going to the I, playoffs. Which I did not like that, but that's kind of just how it ended up. There's so Who many missed good teams. for you? I, I picked the Chargers Broncos. missed for you, I think. Chargers. So the Chargers missed, the Jaguars, the... Um, Dolphins. You don't have the Dolphins. Dolphins. Yeah. So there's like, I think the Broncos, obviously, that's kind of out there. Uh, I wanted to add a little bit of spice to my to my white ass rice. Well, my dumb ass had the Broncos winning the division last year. So uh, I'm not going, uh, <laughs> not going through that little loophole again. But I do think they're going to be better in John Payton. 152 and 89. Jesus. And, and zero. He's never had a tie in his career, uh, by the way. I thought that was kind of fun. Yeah. All right. And they have the, the... Go ahead. The Raiders are ass, and the Broncos have the second... Uh, Sorry. No. Just forget I said it. All right, you want to go to the NFC, NFC. brother? Yeah, this is my shit, Where are we bro. starting with? The best division of football? Yeah, but you you want me to get it out of the way, or do you want me to go to let you get do your, your thing, off bro. real quick? Uh, I think I've already said a lot of bold predictions for the Eagles uh, elsewhere, but on this podcast, I'll keep it pretty sane. Uh, I think the Eagles win this division, and I don't like. I think the it'll be competitive football games uh, between the Cowboys and the Eagles, but I think the Eagles will win this division by at least like two games. I respect that. Do you? Yeah, I Truthfully. respect that Truthfully. out of you. 
Eagles are a good team. Do you see, do you see a world in which that yeah, happens? Yeah, absolutely. I also see a world that. where the Cowboys win the division. And that brings me to my NFC beast winner, the Dallas Cowboys. I think they're pretty similar type mm. uh, type teams talent-wise. Um, our coaches won a Super Bowl. Theirs has not. <sighs> um, what happened last year? Hold on. I'm trying to think. What? So I the Super Bowl was the. Um, oh yeah, it was the Chiefs and the Eagles. Yeah, the Eagles lost in the Super Bowl. So, I'm just saying, our coach has a Super Bowl. Theirs does not. Uh, defense, great. Um, Dak's going to have a little bounce back year. Probably finish. I think he's going to finish second in MVP this year. I wouldn't be surprised. And then, you know, when you got stuff like that rolling, win the division, and then see where you go from there. If Dak plays top 10 level football at quarterback position the entire year, there's no doubt in my mind that, like, the Cowboys could win that division. But I think the Eagles are too. Eagles or Cowboys for sure. I don't think the Giants – actually, I'm not going to say that because that's going to reveal other things. (laughs) Shit! Um, But, yeah, I mean, if the Eagles win, I wouldn't be surprised. But uh, the fan in me obviously hopes the Cowboys will. And they can do it. They can do yeah, it. Yeah, for shizzle. You want to go up north? For yeah, we'll go up north. Uh, so, some might call me crazy, but I I think I'm a Kirk Cousins fan, Jim. I, I don't think many people... Uh, I don't think Kirk Cousins has many fans because he's quite possibly the most... He's not average, but he <laughs> might as well be, man. You know? He's the line. No, but he is the yeah, line. He's just there. If you're worse than Kirk, people act like you're the worst quarterback you're in the bad. NFL. If you're better than Kirk, then you're like a really fucking good quarterback. But if you're Kirk, if you're exactly. fucking Kirk, bro, nobody cares. People don't respect <laughs> you. Yeah. <laughs> people don't respect you. I do, on the other hand. The 13-3 and Vikings last year, uh, love that. By the way, or thirteen and three, thirteen and four, whatever the hell it is, seventeen games now. Um, give me the Vikings again. I think they continue the success. They obviously lose Dalvin Cook. They uh, they have Alexander Madison at running back. I like the way that he fills in there. I don't suspect that he's going to be the only uh, addition that they make there as as far as hey, starting you know who'd be wise. a good fit there. Kareem Hunt. Not Dwayne McBride. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Kareem Hunt would fit right there, wouldn't he? Um, That is the second division we both agree on. Oh, I got Minnesota as well. well. I talked myself into it before. Yeah. Over the Lions. Um, no Jordan Love no. in the Packers. Which... Back to back I could be no really playoffs. wrong on that. I don't know. Can't wrap my head around this division. Because I don't want to give the Vikings credit, but all the other teams are just not good. You know? They have That's to fair. all the those Bears other teams have to prove something. Last year. 
I guess the Lions just missed out by one. Yeah. But I think the Lions are getting a lot of hype right now, and Dan Campbell's even said it himself. Like, hey, please, we mm-hmm. haven't done anything yet. They're, they're a very good football team. Their coaches are very good, and that's why they get into that conversation. I just think that the well-oiled machine that is the Minnesota Vikings offense uh, will be fine. Although last year their defense, uh, I think that statistically they were like the worst 10-0 team of all time or some shit like that. Yeah, they were all one-score uh, games. In or point something. differential. <laughs> yeah, so point differential they were about even, uh, and they were like 10-0 at the time. So most likely not going to repeat that. I, I think a 10-win season is without a doubt Um could flip the script with their defense, Plausible. though. They got Brian Flores in there, right? Yes, the Brian Flores. They did lose Patrick Peterson, but they added uh, Byron Murphy. So. Let's go to the bad. South, Peanut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I would like to talk about the odds about this real quick. So this, this division last year, there were... <laughs> Uh, it was eight wins that won this division. Eight and nine, seven and ten, seven and ten, seven and ten. Where the standings, Bucks won eight and nine there. So the Saints are favored at what, plus one thirty, Falcons at plus two ten, and Panthers at plus three sixty. Bucks are plus seven fifty. Me, personally, I I clearly have no bias in the situation whatsoever, and. Um, I will choose the Panthers because I think that they've got a lot of special things over there. Um, Bryce Young almost died in the first preseason game. Week two is coming up. Hopefully we have a better performance out out there by the offensive line. Lots of holes at wide receiver in my opinion. I do think Adam Thielen could probably put up another 800 to 1,000 yard season. Hoping for something from Terrace Marshall Jr. He got carted off the field the other day. Marshall, right? What happened? Yeah, it's not – yeah. It, I don't know what it uh, specifically, but the coach of the GM said it wasn't. I got an update about deal. that the other day. He was riding in the front seat. Yeah, he was in the front seat of the uh, the cart, so it wasn't like he was it was bad or anything. Um, the defense is going to be the backbone of that team, whether they like it or not. They could pretend the offense is good. It's bad <laughs> until Bryce Young proves otherwise. And fuck the Saints. All right. Derek Carr, Derek Carr, fuck him. Jake Wallace is not going to prove, man. He is not going to prove. We'll go, uh, I, I'm, I'm thinking Atlanta, bro. I said this uh, the last episode, too. I think Atlanta's going to be cool, and I think they're a fun team. I had fun watching them last year with Mariota, to be honest. So, if Ritter can just distribute better yeah. than Mariota could... The ground game's already going to be sick. You know the ground game's going to be sick. Algier, Bijan, and Cardale. I mean, come on. Where'd their offense get better at? Where did they get better at? I guess we'll see with yeah. Ritter. I mean, you got... Exactly. Like, that's that's the only position. I, the wide receiver, Matt Collins versus uh, Zach Chius. I mean, yeah, it doesn't really matter. I don't think Matt Collins is going to do anything crazy. If you get better at quarterback, though, you get better at wide receiver. You get better at tight end. Like Pitts, if Pitts, if his big ass gets involved in shit, his athletic ass, like, he could take over a game if they let him, you know? 
Heineken. Yeah, I I think they need to start a Heineken and just get yeah, over maybe it. so. You don't know anything about Ritter. <laughs> you don't know anything about. I don't, don't want to know anything about him. I don't. I didn't ask. Right. <laughs> I didn't ask them right, anything we'll about see. him. I'm sure they said the same thing about Tony Romo. Just because, just because these motherfuckers ain't drafted <laughs> high, just because they ain't drafted high means that they're the worst players in the world. Is that right? Tony. Tony Romo had a lot of Tony success. Romo was not drafted high. Ritter was not oh, drafted he was high. Undrafted. He was like he's second like or third fourth, pick, right? Fourth. That's why you don't like him because he's not a sexy yeah. first rounder, bro. It is what it is. You know, he's going to prove you wrong, and that's cool. I don't like him because he's not All good right, at football. We'll see. Somebody thinks he's good, right? <laughs> They're trying to convince All right, let's go to the West. That. Johnny Manziel was once a starting quarterback for the Cleveland Browns. Let's go to the West. I have the San Francisco 49ers. Um, I also have I the San Francisco 49ers. Peanut, you yeah. could play quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers, and I would have the San Francisco 49ers winning that division. See, not so fast on that because the Seahawks, I think the Seahawks legitimately, if they can figure out a defensive system that's not going to give up a thousand fucking passing yards and a thousand fucking rushing yards every fucking game, they'll be fine. They, they haven't had a solid defense since the Legion of Boom, uh, in, in my opinion, at least a respectable one in terms of um, the rest of the league. Let's see. I can go look and see. In terms of fantasy scoring... Seattle. Washington. Oh, Dylan has it. Yeah, they were the number eight defense last year, but they are in, in fantasy. So they, they, they forced a lot of takeaways. Tariq Woolen had like seven interceptions. Kobe Bryant had a couple. Um, and this, not going to make a joke, never mind. Uh, but I just think that that defense, is as long as they can contain people and not give up so many fucking yards. I think that defense is going to be really good. Or that, that team is going to be really yeah, good. Yeah. Um, we'll see. I can't buy into Seattle. Um, I think they're going to be like 500, though. I don't think they're going to be a bad team. They might be able to sneak in the wild card, but they're not beating San Francisco in that division. They made yeah. the playoffs last they year. They might do the same thing. See, I think I think they sneak in again this year. My uh, wild cards being the Seahawks. The Cowboys and the Saints. It's my uh, my wild cards here. Okay. Seahawks, Cowboys, Saints. So you got two from the from the South going. God damn. <laughs> See, who did you have? Oh, you had Carolina uh, winning it. Yeah, a little bit of Homer Simpson going on, but I don't know. I believe. What do you think? Ten wins out of Carolina, ten wins out of Saints, and then we get the tiebreaker. Like that's that's what I'm thinking. So I think eight. That's my thoughts there. I think the Saints. <laughs> Dead ass. Dead ass, bro. The Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton was the fucking quarterback for the Saints last year, and they won seven games. I'll give y'all eight, and that's probably being nice. This dude dumb. <laughs> I got Philly, 
I got the Detroit Lions and the Chicago Bears. Yeah. Ew. But Chandler, they won two games. I like Shields. I do. I don't. I don't. I like them. Um, they got better on defense. Uh, who did they pick up? That dude from Baltimore. Yeah. Roquan Smith? Or, no, no, no. Sorry. No. No, he was traded to he Baltimore. He was traded to Baltimore. They picked up somebody yeah. from Baltimore, I think. Right? I don't know. They got uh, DJ Moore. Justin Fields, another year uh, developing. I don't know. Fields is exciting as shit. I love watching him. The head coach seems to know what he's doing. What's his... TJ Edwards from uh, uh so they got they got better at linebacker. So TJ Edwards from the Eagles signed with the Bears, Tremaine Edwards from the Edwards. Bills signed That's with the Bears. Uh, Nate Nate Davis, a guard from the Titans, signed with them. Um, they also got a, a defensive lineman from the Titans. Uh, what's up? Yeah, they got PJ Walker. Bears coach. Eberflus. He seems like he seems Robert like he Tunyon, knows what he's doing a Dante little bit. Slime. He made an adjustment last uh, last season, like in the middle of the season, and start letting Fields do what the fuck he wanted to do, and then and ended up, yeah. It was exciting sure. football. So yeah, I, I want the Bears. That's all it was. It, it wasn't, wasn't winning, winning football. football, but maybe it will be. I'd love to watch Fields run around in a playoff game. It would be really cool. I just don't think it's gonna. That's be. my that's my uh, equivalent to your Broncos. I think. Yeah, fair. One of them has a uh, a Hall of Fame head coach and a Hall of Fame starting quarterback, and the other one has a quarterback that went won two games last year and a second-year head coach. Honorable mention, uh, Dad, I'm sorry I didn't include the Steelers, but just not yet. That's a, That division's that division is yeah. so up I could see them getting in, but they could win. I wouldn't bet on it. Mike Tomlin's never – he's never gone below 500. They'll probably be exactly where they were last year, that last week fighting for a playoff exactly. spot. Nine and eight. Yep. I just hate – unless Kenny Pickett shows Pickett something. Pickett was good last year, dude. Yeah, but I mean like shows extra. Like he's got to go out there and win games and not necessarily like just be in and in, in, yeah. in the game. We'll see. Maybe he takes leaps. Got to win the close ones. Him and uh, Ritter both. All right, so yeah, so whoever gets the most, uh, we'll do what two points for each division winner and one point for a wild card, or if they make the playoffs. That'll work. That makes sense. Okay, so if like you correctly do the division winner, you get two points. But if you get like say the Seahawks win the division, but you had them as a wild card, you get one point type deal, and vice versa. All right, thanks for your donation to our Dutch Bros Foundation. Are you and yell at each other about running backs? All right. Last but not least, the, these talking heads got to do some talking. Uh, some weird stuff happening out there. I, I just want to go right into it. Uh, Wander pervert. I'm gonna I'm gonna beat that <laughs> nail into the ground. <laughs> so the guy. Baseball player. So, well, let me take you. Let me tell you a story. So, this guy, Wander Franco, is uh, 
top rated prospect, number one prospect in baseball. He's at like 20 years old, 21 years old, switch hitting shorts. He's probably going to finish top 10 in MVP this year. Yeah, um, well. Well, not well. anymore, <laughs> but he was yeah. he was on pace to. So, uh, well, maybe not anymore because this all just allegations. Yeah, still, I think. Ain't it? Yeah, so th- there's there's a couple, couple twists and turns to this story. So he is, um, on on his way to being the next great shortstop MLB, uh, like the the next best shortstop. Fernando Tatis is up there, but uh, Wander Franco was up like on that path, especially this year. He he was stealing bases, hitting bombs, walking off, um, and kissing fourteen year old girls. <laughs> So I know you. <laughs> so th- there are allegations. Sorry, allegedly he was kissing fourteen-year-old girls. Uh, that was something that broke on Twitter. There are also now uh, Twitter rumors and reports that uh, she lied about her age, potentially. Oh, nobody knows anything. He's suspended. The icing on the cake is on- he got suspended on Sunday, uh, August thirteenth. And it just so happens that on Sunday, August 13th, the Rays were giving away a Wander Franco hat to 14 and under children who came to the game for the first 10,000 fans that are 14 and under. They all got a Wander Franco hat. Yeah, that's absolutely crazy. I will say that hats look cool as fuck. Did you see those hats? Yeah, I got a picture of it. Let me pull. They look pretty sweet. But yeah, that's... <laughs> it's just... Wander Franco snapback What are the hat. chances? Sunday, August 13th versus the Cleveland Guardians. Fans 14 and under. While supplies last. The jokes write themselves. So, he was suspended. Luckily, he did not show up. It would have been very bad for the rest of the organization. Allegedly, if the rumors are true, uh, we don't... Child pedophilia is in a laughing matter, but... Terrible time. We don't know, and we probably won't know for a long time. I'm sure. Yeah. So, uh, he's a pervert. Yeah. Um, don't kiss 14-year-olds. <laughs> Unless you're 14. <laughs> Unless you're 14. <laughs> then knock yourself out, I guess. Hey, hey, we got uh, running back got talk. Running you want to talk fucking shit? Yeah. I want- tell, tell the audience about my trade today. And tell me why you like my trade so much. So Chandler Chandler traded in our Dynasty Fantasy League uh, for DeAndre Swift and a third-round pick. With my good buddy Andrew Torbeck. Love you, Andrew. And he gave away Brian Robinson and... Running back for the Commanders. Yes. And who else? Sorry. Kadarius Toney. Wide receiver for the Kansas City Chiefs. Professional shit talker for the Kansas City Chiefs. <laughs> so... This is this is my opinion here, and this is going to lead directly into our first conversation about running backs. So there, there is a crowded backfield in the Philadelphia Eagles' um, offense, at least this year. There are four running backs potentially that can make the roster. Um, not sure if they all four will or not. So you have DeAndre Swift, who they just traded for. Uh, they they traded like fourth round pick or so for his last year they didn't trade for him did they yeah they did oh wait swift yeah Yeah, they traded for him it was a fourth or a fifth i think traded swift for a mid-round pick for the last year's rookie deal pretty pretty significant control to give up for uh, the last year of a rookie contract for a guy who hasn't necessarily lived up to his first round draft status i think he was first round or second round pick sorry 
He was a first, wasn't he? I think he was a first. Also, uh, he's been good when he hasn't been hurt. Yeah, that's true. When he's been healthy, he's been good. Yeah. He just hasn't been available. Uh, so you have DeAndre Swift, who they traded for. Rashad Penny, they brought in on a one-year deal. You have Kenneth Gainwell, who's been there for two years now. And Boston Scott, who's been there for a couple of years, uh, catching passes out of the backfield, a little small guy. So my issue with this trade is Kenneth Gainwell is seeing all of most of the first team reps in practice and deandre swift and rashad penny are battling for the backup position of running back is what everything i've seen online from beat riders and everything doubt it. Chan- doubt it chandler is refusing to believe this so chandler just traded the starting running back for the commanders who We'll split time with Antonio Gibson, but Antonio Gibson will be used in passing situations, Brian Robinson more so in rushing situations. So he trades the starting running back for the Commanders, and I mean potentially the number one wide receiver for the Chiefs. He's the best, the the most talented in that wide receiver room. He just can't fucking shut up. He just he just wants to talk yeah, shit. Yeah, he all was the fans. He, bro, <laughs> he been on my team for like a month, and I was already sick of him. So he's hurt. He talks shit. He's I don't want to deal with that shit. He'll be pissing me off week four. He's suspended or whatever. You know, fuck that. So, I don't want to deal so with that. So Kadarius Tony could be a wide receiver one there. He could not be. It just depends on. I, I mean, he didn't do well in the situation in, in New York. Depends if he wants to be or yeah, not. Yeah, essentially. <laughs> really? So. And he got back a third round pick in DeAndre Swift. So my opinion is that he traded for a backup running back on the last year of his deal who's going to end up in somewhere else next year and a third round pick for a starting running back at least for the next year, if not next two years, and Brian Robinson and potentially a starting wide receiver for the Chiefs in Kadarius Tony. So I do not like it. So let me explain to you why I think you're wrong. Number one, the Eagles let Sanders walk. He now plays for the Carolina Panthers. Mm-hmm. Sanders, what, was he top 10 rusher this year? Maybe top five? He hit 1,000 yards for the first time in his career. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So off a pretty good statistical year. Yeah. Um. So, you let Sanders walk, you had Gainwell there, you had Scott there. Why would you feel the need to go out, spend, I think Penny's deal was for like one five, Very cheap. Around $1.5 million for a year. And then you go out and you trade for, Pen- or, uh, for Swift when you already had Gainwell in-house. You think they traded for Swift... And sign Penny for those guys to not do shit. It, it's not unheard of for a second-year running back to just take over, man. Like you he think, was a rookie last you year. You think they they bring Swift and Penny in house, and they're just gonna? Nah, we're good. <laughs> he was a rookie last <laughs> Don't year. Don't need you. I, I who Gainwell? Yeah, was he not? He wasn't a rookie last. It's his year. second year in the league, right? I don't think he was a rookie last year, bro. Hold on. My nose is hella itchy. But yeah, what is yeah? He's a like he's a rookie in twenty twenty one. So this is third year. Third year. So what? He's he's a, one more year on his deal. Two. <laughs> Two. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I'm thinking Swift is definitely the dog. He's the most dynamic player uh, in their run game. It's not even up for debate. It's not even, you know, questionable. The only thing is I, I think the Eagles running game is going to be Maybe not completely ideal for uh, fantasy purposes. Well, we're getting into like nerdy fantasy talk now because what I think is really going to happen is I think Gainwell is good. Don't get me wrong. But you bring Penny in, you bring Swift in, two guys in their careers who have been uh, banged up and shown that they might not be able to handle the full load. And you just combine them and you work Gainwell and Scott in together like, there's not going to be one lead dog in that um, locker room, really, running the football. But if, when it comes down to it, like when it's four, fourth quarter type shit, like Swift's going to be in the game. He's the guy who makes plays. Or Gainwell, man. In the playoffs, Kenneth Gainwell put on a show in the playoffs. 20-plus uh, carries while Miles Sanders sat on the bench. And that was one of the reasons he left is because he didn't get playoff touches. Kenneth Gainwell Swift is getting... the most dynamic running back in that locker room. Kenneth Gainwell. You cannot debate that. You cannot. You cannot argue that. Who do you think? It's not. Come on, bro. Is... You can say that Gainwell is a good running. I'm not saying he's ass, but Swift is dynamic. That dude could take over a game. You're not giving Swift enough credit. I, You're no, not. I understand. Swift runs hard and he does well. He's good pass Consistent and hurt a lot. Kenneth, yeah, Kenneth for Gainwell. sure. But when you combine him with other backs to split, if they use him right, I think they should just give the ball to Ken. Ken's been a backup, and he's <laughs> averaged four and a half yards a carry, and he's caught more than twenty balls in back-to-back -back seasons in his career. So, I guess we'll see. But I think Gainwell's going to be the number three running back on that team, he like could. he's been the past two years. I don't think he will be. Why he was would, number two last why year. Why you? Was he two? Yeah. Sanders, Gainwell, Scott. Is that it? Mm -hmm. Well, I think he's gonna be the three now. No, you're wrong. Why would you? Why are they bringing in Penny then, bro? They didn't. Why are they bringing him Gainwell in? Gainwell took a step up. I'm telling you, in practice, everything I've seen. Gainwell is taking the majority of the first team reps. Look it up on Twitter tonight when you go into bed. Nice light reading for you to have a nightmare too. That because you traded. Away Do you think maybe it's that Gainwell is trying to show him the ropes because you got two guys who have not played for that franchise before? No. You don't think that they can pick up a football system? Well, he's probably the guy. Right? Hey, this is how you do it, guys. I've been here the past two years. But oh, all right, man. Kenneth Gainwell is taking. It could be something like that, bro. You don't know. That's why all these reports are fucking junk. Mm. You bring in a guy like Swift. You bring in a guy like Penny. Them dudes are going to fucking play football. Not over Kenny G. We'll see. I think you're wrong, and I think you're getting caught up in the reading, boy. No, I'm because you're sleeping on how good you're Swift is sleeping a good on player, Kenny. Bro. I know Swift is. I'm good. not saying Swift has done this shit. Not consistently. Swift is like that. Swift is like that. We'll see. They're going to have the little combination. Penny Swift, Penny Swift, Penny Swift. Gainwell. Gainwell and, you know, for maybe five carries a game. Like 12. What's he, what did he average last year? How many carries a game? So he had... 3.1 attempts per game last year. 
Okay, so he had 3.1 attempts per game last year, and they brought in two running backs, and he's going to get more than his carries last year when they brought in two more running backs? You don't know. You're, you don't know ball. Kenneth Gainwell, you heard it here first. Pro bowler. All right, who else are we talking about? So... Brees Hall. This dude's so biased. Nutty Buddy community is learning how biased you are. Okay, I'll keep destroying. That's your, what they're no, doing. Let's keep destroying your fantasy football team then. J.K. Dobbins um, doesn't want to play football for the Baltimore Ravens because they refuse to pay him. You know why? Because he's never on the fucking field. <laughs> <laughs> Ever. Hey, it's, it's J.K. Dobbins' season. So. And if he's not on the field... Yeah, I mean, you do have J.K. Dobbins and Gus Edwards, both of the starting potential starting running backs for the Baltimore Ravens. Let's also not forget, both of these players were hurt, and also Justice Hill was hurt last year, and then they had to bring in uh, Kenyon Drake. So there's, a, there's mm-hmm. also the possibility they have no running backs by week six, but for right now, J.K. Dobbins is the projected starter, although he's My not guy. happy about his contract. That is true. He's been talking about this shit ever since the playoff game ended. Yep. And he's Which still... also doesn't make sense to me at all because he has been hurt for a lot of his career. So I if if you ask me to um put running backs in the tiers, I would put Rashad Penny and him on the same tier. Penny and Dobbins? Yeah. No. Dobbins over Penny for sure. They haven't shown much. Both of them. Like Dobbins younger. Okay, well that's fair. I'm not the Dobbins train, he blew without his entire leg. And he's asking I'm all over Dobbins. He's asking for I'm an all extension. over him. Well he's asking for an extension and then he's gonna have a breakout year this year that everybody's finally been waiting for. And uh then he's gonna get paid probably. He's just not I think that that system produces running backs. Games he played last year when he was healthy, he was a dog. At the end of the season. When he was healthy. Yeah. He was a dog. Like the last five games of the year. But but so were a lot of Ravens running backs when given the opportunity to play. Gus Edwards, Kenyon Drake. I mean, Justice Hill has averages over like five yards per carry. Justice I thought Hill. he was pass catcher. No, he's like, where's number 40-something, and he just runs the ball. Yeah, we're not going to be seeing much of them guys this year, unfortunately. You're, you're delusional there. And and to keep bring, bringing it on. So then Zeke signs. Uh, earlier today, he signed with the New England Patriots, a one-year, $6 million-ish dollar deal, uh, I believe with incentives or not. So he will be splitting carries potentially with uh, Ramondre Stevenson. If you ask Chandler Dix, he thinks that he will steal touchdowns from him. Yes, he will. Do you think he gets any looks at center? Uh, Maybe. Depends he, how Belichick's feeling. He has a prior, um, prior history. He has one career snap at center. Yeah, he could. Only getting better from there. So, Damien Harris was in the backfield last year with Ron J. Stevenson uh, and was the supposed starter to begin the season. Um, was 
was the the running back one over Stevenson to start the year, and then Stevenson uh, sort of took over the past year and a half or so. Damien Harris is a better football player right now than Ezekiel Elliott is. I have, and I'm not. Like, that's facts. No cap. <laughs> yeah, but he ain't Zeke. You don't think Zeke's going to get goal line looks this year for the Patriots? You're crazy. He, well, he might, but. If there are short yardage situations in New England and it's going to be a run play, Zeke's going to run the football in. I promise you. Eighty-five percent. I watched the. I watched his whole career with the Dallas Cowboys. I promise you. Okay, then this is where we learn a little history lesson on the Dallas Cowboys. The Dallas Cowboys have done what recently, and the New England Patriots have done what recently in the past twenty years is what I'm saying. The the, what does that have the organizations to do with the type are a little different. Jerry Jones is, is stuck in his ways and wants. So to So what is Zeke gonna throw touchdowns dirt. now? He's going to throw him now? Okay, no. What I'm saying is Zeke was forced Oh, he's the ball. still going to run no, for touchdowns. No, Zeke okay, was forced the it. ball because he made $16 million in the year because the owner made a bad decision to overpay for a running back after drafting him number four overall in the draft over a lot of players that would have made their team better. Fact. So he was paid $16 million to run the football there his last year, and they cut him because he was not good at it. So now... Not that he wasn't good at it. He was averaging he was less than four yards a carry. Like, that's bad. He was overpaid. Less than four yards a carry is bad. He was overpaid. If you average less than four yards a carry in the NFL, you're a bad football player at running back. So you think Zeke is a bad football player? He played bad last year. And it took that. Finally, that was the last straw that broke the camel's back because they've had Pollard back behind him for the last two years and he's flashed potential to do what he, what he did last year, right? Uh, Yes, sir. I, I'm telling you, Ezekiel Elliott will not have an impact on Ramondre Stevenson. All right, let's see. Let me pull one thing up. See if I can prove you wrong. Was it 3.4 yards per carry or some shit for Zeke last year? Hold on. Yeah, bro, you tripping. Okay. So you said Zeke was bad last year. Yes. And Ramondre Stevenson was good last year, right? Yes. Okay. In 2022, Ramondre Stevenson had five touchdowns. In 2022, Ezekiel Elliott had 12 touchdowns. Okay. What started this whole argument is me saying that Zeke was going to take touchdowns away from Stevenson. That was literally the whole argument. Zeke had more than double him. <laughs> Do you, uh, Last year. That's all he I, got. <laughs> that's all I said. He's going to have more touchdowns. He's not, but the thing is, is there were, there was more reason for him. That's going to take fantasy value away from Stevenson. There was more reasons for him to get goal line touches whenever he was in the Cowboys because he made $16 million a year. Yes or no? He started because he made so much money. He was not better than Pollard. I mean, sure, yes. but in the situations Bing. where he scored Go. most of the time was were situations where it was better for Zeke to be in the game than Pollard. Okay, this year. Short down situations, pass blocking situations, that type shit, Zeke is going to be used 100%. Third and ones, 
probably no, Zeke no, shit, no, no, bro. No, no, no. Listen, uh, you're telling me. So if Ezekiel Elliott is on this team, say they signed him back and he made $6 million versus the 16 they made. You're telling me they would use him the exact same way and Tony Pollard would see the exact same amount of goal line touches as he did last year, meaning Zeke gets 12 opportunities at least to score touchdowns that Pollard did not. No. Maybe. No. No, I don't know. You're dead wrong, and you're lying to yourself. I don't know. You're dead wrong, and you're lying to yourself. Ezekiel Elliott, know. it would would not have the same impact now that Tony Pollard is considered the bell cow back. The only reason that Ezekiel Elliott even had the role that he did is because he made that much money, and they forced him into that role. He did did good in his role. He did well in his role, scored 12 touchdowns, but that's because he's hand- Wait, I thought you just said he sucked. He I was hand-fed goal line touches because he had year. to play so much because they paid him so much oh. money. He had to play. He had to get those reps. Otherwise, they were wasting money, Chandler. That's why he was on the field. He goes to New England. He has no pressure to perform or be on the field at all. If he gets touches, good. But Stevenson is Tony Pollard now. Tony Pollard's going to be on the field 90% of the time. Stevenson's going to be on the field 90% of the time. He is now in the same exact position as he was if he would have been on the Cowboys this year. He's the exact same position. I guess, I guess we'll see. I think you're wrong, but I guess we'll see. Zeke's gonna get his touches, bro. He's gonna get his touchdowns. He's gonna get his. I promise you. He go look at his career. I understand, but now we're at the end of his career. And he had twelve touchdowns. He, he'll last get year. if he has five this year. I consider that a success for Zeke. If he has five, I promise you. Stevenson five. will at least have double what Zeke has. At least. <laughs> Ezekiel was a starting running back last year, and he had 12 touchdowns. Yes. but They he, were, like, damn near split down the middle. They, he was Zeke the starting more, running though. back. Zeke had more. He, yeah, so he was the starting running back. when he, Whenever Zeke was hurt, Pollard played or started. Pollard might have played more as the course of the game went on, but Zeke was always the starting running back. And during that time... I mean, I- they forced him the ball. He was, he would not have been in the field talent wise. Yes, you needed him, or you. He helped Pollard be better because he weakened the defense and had a different role than Pollard. I get that. Somebody else could have done what Zeke did and not scored twelve touchdowns, and Pollard would have done just about the same, if not better, than what Zeke did. So then you have that comparative speaking. Stevenson but- will do better than whatever Zeke does. Whatever Zeke wants to do, he's going to do better than like pass blocking. Peanut, I'm not saying Stevenson is a bad running back. I'm not saying Zeke is a great running back. But the fact of the matter is the Patriots went out and got Ezekiel Elliott. This is a very similar thing with Swift and Penny. You're not going to go out and get someone, and they're not going to just stand on the bench and not do shit. These guys are going to play football. Like, I, you're tripping, bro. He's sitting on the bench and not doing shit, I'm telling you. So All right, we'll last see. year there was a combined twelve rushing touchdowns by the Patriots as a, as a whole. So, and your boy had two. He had five. Damian Harris had he had five. Three. Yeah, he had five. So Ezekiel Ezekiel Elliott's not going to come in there and get twelve. The the difference in well no because the Patriots offense is not going to put him in a position to get twelve exactly but the only reason that Zeke was handed those opportunities on the goal line is because he was making so much money and forced into that role he would have not had that role if he was making less money if there were less expectations for Zeke 
Tony Pollard would have been the clear-cut number one last year, and that's absolute facts. He was clearly so better. So you don't think clearly you don't better. think being being a veteran and having a proven career has anything to do with? Oh, we got a third and goal right here with a yard to go to score a touchdown. Maybe we should give it to the guy who's done this before. Ramondre Stevenson is is what's his third year in the league now? Okay, let's see. Ezekiel Elliott. I know you ain't about to compare Zeke's career to Ramondre Stevenson's, are you? Well, obviously not year by year. So third year. Third year in the league. Sorry, we'll do second. So last year, we'll compare their, their second years in the league. So Zeke, you know, finished second offensive uh, rookie of the year voting that year. Behind who? Who did he finish by? It was Mahomes, right? No. Oh, Dak. That's right. Yeah! So he was third in MVP <laughs> voting um, and fifth in Offensive Player of the Year voting, uh, first team All-Pro and a Pro Bowler in his rookie year. Very, very oh. good rookie year, obviously. Uh, so his second year in the league, he only played 10 games. Never mind. So this is going to prove me wrong. So I'm not going to mention that. Oh. He only played 10 games, but he had 983 yards, whereas Ramondre had played all 17 games last year, had 1,000. Um, yeah. Never mind. Where are we going with that? Zeke, Zeke's had a, had a great career the best of this year. <laughs> the Zeke's first four years are insane. I'm just looking at it now. Zeke's first I four know, years. bro. He only scored uh, six touchdowns his third year. Uh but yeah, this is, he's pretty. That's why I'm, bro. He's going to be treated as a well-respected type dude, bro. <laughs> You're tripping. No, let's see. He averaged 3.8 yards <laughs> per attempt last year, and he only caught 17 footballs, Chandler. I'm not saying he's gonna run the fucking brakes off of everybody. He's going to be in big time situations because he's been a big time player his whole career. He got 230 carries last year. You know how many Damian Harris had? Probably not even half that. Exactly. There's no room in the offense for him like that, Chandler. Damian Harris had 106. Ramondre had 210 by himself, and he started seven games last year. Okay. Well, let's see. I just There's I'm no telling room you in the offense for him. I would I would bet you Zeke finishes with more touchdowns than Stevenson this year. No. All right. We'll see. We'll see. I guess they just got Zeke to sit him, stand him on the sidelines. I, he's not, I don't know. Obviously, he's going to have a role, but it's not going to be any. It's not going to impact. Oh, no, he's Stevenson. not going to have any role. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Damian Harris had a role on that team. Ezekiel Elliott will. Damian Harris is Bro, better will you than stop Zeke. Campaign, will you stop comparing? They're the uh, same kind of player. Damian Harris, bro. They're power stop, backs. Bro. They're the same dude. Stop, stop comparing him to Damian Harris. Da- that is just fucked Damian up. Damian Harris is stop just doing with the Buffalo Bills. I've let you do it for. I've let you do it for this long now, and I've had enough. Damian Harris Don't be is talking about Zeke Bills. and Damian Harris. And guess what? They they're talking about he's going to get the the goal line touches for the Buffalo Bills. You're telling me if that Zeke Good signed with him. the Buffalo Bills, he would not have that same exact role. They're the same fucking player. They do the same exact thing, and Damian Harris did shit last year. 
got half the carries that well, Zeke did, and he scored three touchdowns versus Zeke's twelve. I'm telling you, there's no Zeke does not have the. That's a big difference, though, right? Yes, but Zeke had double the carries, and Vermondre had more goal line carries than Damien at the end of the year. Their their roles were not equivalent. I'm telling you, Damien Harris and Zeke. I don't know. Same. We'll see. Same, same, but different. Stevenson's the RB1. Without and he a doubt. is going to be the bell cow of that team. He's a top 10 running back this year in fantasy. Without a doubt. He was last year. But Zeke is going to get his. I promise. Nah, dog. I promise. Let's see. Ramon J was number 7 last year in running back fantasies. And he only started 7 games. Shame they got Zeke. <laughs> Bullshit. We're going to wrap it up now? we be done with it? Let's wrap her up, brother. That was a pretty good conversation. It was. You were wrong on both of them. But no. It made me sad when I looked at Zeke's stats and I was like, oh, he <laughs> ran for a 1,000 yards in 10 games. <laughs> He's a fucking dog. You talk about a dude who's a borderline Hall of Famer, <laughs> pairing him to a fucking who was who'd you keep saying? Did you say Harris? Borderline Hall of Famer. Yes. You don't think Zeke's Shut a borderline the fuck Hall of Famer? Up. Borderline Hall of Famer. Didn't even win Rookie of the Year. He's a Pro Bowler. Yeah, because. That's because Big Dog won it. What do you mean? That's not fair. How is Zeke supposed to win it when Dak's a rookie in the He's same year? He's been a Pro Bowler like... three times. Being a Pro Bowler three times gets you in the fucking Hall of Fame? Borderline. Borderline. I don't care that he has 68 touchdowns. That's that's good for only playing, what, seven years, obviously. But don't worry, man. This year... Zeke's not gonna score any touchdowns. He's not. Stevenson, he's not. Yeah, Stevenson's gonna. He's gonna score them all. Yeah, yeah. He's gonna be. Bo- <laughs> he'll be borderline Hall of Fame for the rest of his career because he's never going to have a role in New England like yeah, Ramondre you're Stevenson. Prob- you're probably right. Stevenson you're will have to right. die. If Stevenson dies, Ezekiel Elliott will take over. Mm-hmm. Good for him then. And then I applaud him. I love Ezekiel Elliott from the bottom of my heart, as you can tell. St. Louis through mm-hmm. and through. Should have went to Mizzou. You fuck. Maybe I would have liked you some more. <laughs> what are you looking up? Uh, none of your business, bitch. You're looking at Ezekiel like Hall of Fame, aren't you? No, I'm just looking at things. Whoa, this list is not long enough. Holy shit. Okay, Chandler. So, this is Pro Football References Hall of Fame monitor. So, this this number, the average for Hall of Fame running backs is 106.95, is what this number is. If you had to guess, what do you think Zeke's is? If the average, if the average Hall of Famer is 106.95. 106.95. That's what you think it is? Uh-huh. Uh, it's 36.33. What is this scale measured off of? What the fuck is measured on that? Hall of Fame monitor. It indicates a player's chance of election to Pro uh, Football Hall of Fame for careers started after 1955. 100 is average Hall of Famer at the player's position. 
Walter Payton's 214. Okay, so we look at the average Hall of Fame running back is like 107, like I said. Uh, let's see. Um, Darren Sproles, 63 and a half. Jerome Bettis, 75.9. Um, Edrin James, 99. OJ Simpson, 135.98. Brian Westbrook, 37.73. All of these players I'm naming are better than uh, Ezekiel. Le'Veon Bell, 37.6. Alvin Kamara, 37.3. Ricky Williams, 39.97. Matt Forte. <laughs> Steven Jackson. You know how many of those players are in the Hall of Fame? Uh, All of them. No. <laughs> Only a couple. Should be, should be all of Zika them. Zeke is not a Hall of Famer. It's really not close. He's still playing, bro. Zeke is forty third all time in touchdowns and rushing. He's right behind <clears throat> Derrick Henry. So do you know who has 67 touchdowns versus who has 68 touchdowns in their career? Um, both running backs started their career as mid-2010s. Chris Johnson. What? So Todd Gurley, 67 touchdowns, Chandler. Yeah. Do you think Todd Gurley is a Hall of Famer? Um... No. Okay, Zeke has one more touchdown than him. Yeah, but he's still playing football, so it's going to be more than one. And he's going to be up more. Oh, wait, no. Gurley was like 11th in rushing yards, wasn't he? Gurley. Or no, that was uh, Steven Jackson I was looking at. He's 18th. Gurley has. 2,000 less rushing yards and one more, one less touchdown. I don't think it's ridiculous to say that Zeke Elliott is a borderline Hall of Famer. I will stand by that. Um, it's ridiculous. But that really, like, you know, got you fired up, I guess. It did. Um, I'm not going to be able to sleep tonight. That's all I'm going to think about. I'm going to think about how stupid my friend is. Yeah. That's crazy, Chan. That's your prerogative, brother. But you probably say like I think Zeke is gonna get Hall of Fame votes, and uh, I think he probably has a shot to get in. If if he comes in and wins a starting job after Ramondre dies and plays for the next two or three years and scores ten touchdowns, rushes for a thousand yards, then sure. Could happen. No. The average um, Hall of Fame running back has 11,000 career yards and 86 touchdowns. 11,000 career yards? And 86 touchdowns. Rushing. Well, he's over on touchdowns. No, he's not. He has 68. 86 is the average touchdowns for Hall of Famers. What the fuck is this? I'm looking at 103. Total touchdowns you're looking at, then. Uh, 
he got yeah bro I mean he's going to finish his career borderline Hall of Famer we'll see alright let's wrap this stupid show up with these dumb opinions alright brother Thanks for watching, fam. Um, made it to this point of the video, go ahead and like, subscribe, share it. Uh, episode 19. We're about to refresh in college now. This ep uh, this podcast is. We're about to start looking for our careers. So we're open to any and all uh, improvements you guys think we can make. But we're just going to keep chilling, talking football all off season. It's going to be very relaxed. We're, of course, no arguing. Um, we're very... We're very peaceful people around here. We keep our cool. So, just lots of cool football talk coming into you. Hell yeah. Thank you all for watching. And uh, feed Zeke. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Peace.